handoff to Jonathan oh. Taylor. Hughes hole. He's at the 30. He's going to go. 10, 5, touchdown. Jonathan Taylor made a man miss the line of scrimmage and then runs it into Pater. And a one-handed INT. Are you kidding me? Kenny Moore. What a play by Naheem Hines. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast with the Indianapolis Colts. Did not address offensive tackle in the NFL draft, and so that leads a lot of people to believe the Colts will be looking outside free agency to try to fill that offensive tackle, that left tackle spot. Right now, the projected starter is Sam Tevy. I know the Colts have said a few things about him, but you'd still think with all the guys still in the market, the Colts would potentially look to address this offensive tackle position. There are a few guys that are of interest that I think could really significantly upgrade that left tackle position. And so we're just going to go through some guys that we think realistically would make sense for the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, really, any of these top offensive tackles we think would make sense for the Colts. The first guy that we'll talk about here is Russell Okung, 32 years old, 11-year pro. He was a 16-game starter for Carolina last season, only allowed two sacks all of last season. You think he maybe has a couple more years left in him. Uh, he had a 73 PFF grading, so a solid option there at offensive tackle, a guy that's you know was a former top five overall pick years ago. Derek, what are your thoughts on a guy like Russell Okung? Yeah, like uh, Okung and a bunch of these other guys, you know, you're gonna a lot of these guys are gonna be a lot cheaper too, based on just how late into this offseason that some of these guys are gonna get signed. But yeah, Okung, I think for a lot of people is the best option. A lot of people seem to think that is left at that left tackle spot. I mean, talk about a guy that's been in the league for many, many years, you know, was a 16 game starter last year. So it's not like this guy was, you know either inexperienced or was out of the league or missed some games. No, this guy had a full season under his belt last year. So, and you know, for a team like Carolina that, you know, didn't necessarily have the greatest of passing offenses to only give up two sacks, you know, it was pretty good. And, you know, despite the fact that he's going to be 33, once the season starts, I mean, Trent Williams is 33 years old and the man just got the biggest offensive line contract we've ever seen. And like one of the longest too at six years. So, you know, the Colts could think that maybe Okung is a one to two year option. You know, he's expressed he still wants to keep playing. He's been healthy. He's been around. It's, we don't think it's going to be a Costanzo thing where, oh, you know, he's was debating whether or not he wanted to leave in the first place. Okung knows that he wants to play a little longer. So, you know, I think it'd be a good option. And, you know, like I said before, a lot of these guys are going to be cheaper. But Okun, I think out of all the ones that we're going to talk about here, I mean, I can make the argument is the best one out of all of these. But I think that would be a solid option if we decided to go that route. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a guy that he's been a very solid starter for so long. I and mean, you mentioned that up, up there at the age. I mean, he's still not dropping off, still pretty durable. And I think the thing that it allows you to do, if you think it's a maybe one to two year thing, it allows you maybe next year to to draft an offensive tackle. Maybe you do in that first round, maybe not. Maybe you draft it a little bit later, and you're able you're able to groom a guy right for a couple of years that will eventually succeed Russell Okung. But 
that's a potential option. The next guy here, Dennis Kelly, formerly played with the Tennessee Titans this past year, six foot eight. 321 pounds. He's played eight years in the league, 31 years old. He was also a 16-game starter this last year. Earned a little bit of a lower grade, a 65.9 PFF grade. But Derek, he actually allowed no sacks last year. He did play right tackle, which I think that is a question mark. Can he shift over to left tackle? But I think he's a pretty pretty solid all-around player. He's good, obviously, in pass protection. Pretty good as a run blocker. He's got the size to be a really effective run blocker. What are your thoughts on a guy like Dennis Kelly? Yeah, I mean, like you said, still in that 30-year-old uh, range, you know, had a little bit more of a difficulty with overall blocking. But, you know, in that kind of offense when, you know, a lot more of it is based off running than anything else, you know, that kind of gives you a sense that, you know, this guy is used to playing in a run-first offense. What does that do for making the Colts perceive him as – and, you know, playing as right tackle, that doesn't really intrigue me. I mean, I look more towards natural left tackles versus anything, which may be why this kind of turns me off a little bit because, you know, I don't know if him switching over to the left side would be okay. But then again, if you are going to play next to Quentin Nelson, I seem to think that any left tackle you put there, that whether he played at right tackle or left tackle at another spot, then, you know, it seems to make me think that you're still going to be okay regardless because you know you got insurance on your inside. So certainly interesting. Like you said, giant human being, which is incredible. I just think that for the money that you would want to spend, I think there are a couple other options I would probably refrain to go to over uh, Dennis here. Yeah, but I, I think the biggest hangout for me is just to switch to left tackle. I mean, I don't have any concern about him as a player, really. I mean, he was a key part in that. 2000 yard Derrick Henry season last season. So uh, I think he's a pretty, he would be a pretty solid starter. But the question is, all right, is he going to stay at right tackle or is he going to left, go to left tackle? I don't think Braden Smith's going to move anytime soon to left tackle. So that would be my hang up with him. Another guy, I think this guy, honestly, in my opinion, when he's healthy is the best option. That's Eric Fisher, former Kansas City number one overall pick in 2013. Six foot seven, 315 pounds, eight year pro, 30 years old. He actually, out of any of these guys, scored the best at a pro football focus grade with an 80. There obviously is the question. This is the biggest concern the questions on that Achilles tear he suffered later on in the season around January, and uh, questions on will he be ready to go in the season. Now, there have been reports that he potentially could be cleared in mid-August. There also have been other people who say there's no way he's going to be later on. He might, might probably won't even see the first half of the season. So there's been a lot of conflicting reports out there. But overall, as a player, I think he's fantastic. And he's a left tackle, so you don't have to worry about a transition there. And obviously the Chris Ballard connection, too, from his days in Kansas City. Derek, what are your thoughts on getting a guy like Eric Fisher? Yeah, I mean – you know, the biggest question here is I don't necessarily think anyone disagrees with the fact that Eric Fisher could come in right away and be a dominant left tackle in our offensive line for years to come. It's just ultimately the question of do you want to back the chance of having a guy like Eric Fisher come in? So, you know, like they said, there's there's a lot of people that are optimistic that he could be cleared to play in the middle of August. But even then, if he's cleared to play at that time, you know, he's going to need time to get acquainted to the offense. He's going to have to get time to moving back to mobility wise. So a lot of people think, oh, he's going to miss probably the first month of the season is what a lot of people are thinking. The ultimate question is, 
do you take that chance with a guy like Sam Tevy going in, being the left tackle for that first four games of the season, and then you decide to bring in Eric Fisher once he's fully healthy and ready to go? If the Colts feel like they have confidence in Sam Tevy to be able to do that, then fine. I'll let, trust them and their evaluation over it. I mean, you know, we were talking about Achilles tears with uh, Dio just the other day. And, you know, it's it ranges, right? And Fisher had his about a little bit like three weeks sooner than what Dio did. And a lot of people are assuming Dio will be ready probably by October. So my guess is, is Fisher probably makes his time in between probably late September, early October. I don't know, man. Based off of just like other options that they're, that are here, I feel like there are other ways that the Colts could attack this and not have to have to bank on whether or not Fisher is going to be ready or not. But again, if the Colts seem to find that as the best option and they like what Fisher brings, then uh, I'm not I'm not going to complain. And he wouldn't just be a guy that'd be there for a couple of seasons. He could be there for four or five seasons. Like that could solve your left tackle issue for the next half a decade. Honestly, mm-hmm. it could um, with a guy like Eric Fisher. He's just so talented. I mean, he's cry- kind of in the prime years of his career right now. So it's, I'm kind of torn. I see what you're saying, but also I'm like, oh man, if that means you only have to, he only misses a few games, but you can have Eric Fisher on your offensive line for the next couple years alongside Quentin Nelson. It's tempting to not pull the trigger. You know what I mean? But I do get it because how much do you want to rely on a guy like Sam Tevy for the first couple of games of the season? How much faith do you have in him to kind of hold it down until Eric Fisher does fully recover from that injury and uh, obviously won't have training camp. We'll have anything really with the team. So that would be a question mark too, but the talent is undeniable. Speaking of talent, let's talk about his teammate here, Mitchell Schwartz, right tackle, six foot five, 320 pounds, nine year pro was drafted a year before Fisher. He also was pretty good. According to pro football focus, 74.7 PFF grade. He only played in six games. He had some injuries last year too. He had a lingering back issue this whole last season. So he only played in six games, but you would assume he'd be ready to go for the season, but he is a right tackle. There is questions about moving him to left tackle. What would your thoughts be Derek on a guy like Mitchell Schwartz? Schwartz, I I think is one of those guys that I'm a little less worried about him transitioning to the left side. I mean, he has uh, had some position flexibility in his career. And, you know, I mean, originally he was a guard, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, obviously found his home at tackle. And honestly, the lingering back issues kind of concerns me a little more than Fisher's one injury that he's had. You know, lingering back issues for a offensive lineman, especially when they're starting to, they're about to turn 32 years old is a little bit concerning for me, but uh, Schwartz, I think, is a very smart person. You know, he takes after his brother for sure that also played. I think that's a guy that, you know, when he was playing and when he was, like, fully healthy, this guy was one of the best tackles in the league, no question. I, I don't have much concern about, you know, him coming over and playing left tackle. I believe he's one of those guys that could come over and do that. But... You know, the, I got to admit, the the back issues are a little concerning to me, but I do know the player that he is when he's healthy, and I would totally enjoy that being on that uh, at that left tackle position. Yeah, he's still pretty young, too. 
compared to maybe some of the other guys, but he still would have a few years left. I feel like, and he brings experience at, at, at right tackle and also left tackle. You feel like he could transition well there. The last guy that we're going to talk about, he was actually just released on Monday from the Chicago bears, Charles Leno jr. Charles Leno. He's a little bit smaller of, of any of these guys, six foot four, 305 pounds, seven year pro. He's 29 years old. He's also the youngest guy on this list earned a 74.6 PFF grade. So just about, on par with the other guys too. Uh, he's played, this is very interesting actually, he's played in 96 straight games since being drafted by the Chicago Bears. He hasn't missed one game since then, so he's certainly got durability on his side, a little bit undersized, but I think if you ask any Bears fan, they'd say he's a very solid option at tackle. You don't have to worry about an injury concern there. What are your thoughts on the last guy here, Charles Leno? Yeah, I mean, like you said, 20, 29 years uh, old. So, you know, this is a guy that, you know, come into this next season, it's going to be one of the younger guys on this list. So, and ironically enough, was a seventh round draft pick back in 2014. So, you know, good for this guy to come from the seventh round and really not have much of a chance to, you know, this last season earning himself a four year, $37 million contract with the Bears. So, you know, this guy, this guy made some bank for himself. I mean, it's a pretty impressive, despite the fact they're trying to, you know, replace him now with Tevin Jenkins. I mean, I totally get it. Jenkins shows a lot more upside than what Leno does. But yeah, I mean, we said it. He has the connection with the Colts O-line coaches. They used to know each other back in college, uh, which is pretty uh, interesting so that connection probably can sway him here for a little bit uh, less. And like I said, you know, a little undersized, but has multiple years in there. He can certainly hold his own. He's not been the worst left tackle in the league. I think that this honestly is one of those where, you know, I think all of Colts Nation is like, yes, yes, get this guy because he has no injury problems. He's He's been reliable. He's not been terrible. He has the connection with cold staff in the past. You know, it's just like, it seems like a perfect mold to just say for the next half decade, this guy certainly seems like the kind of person that you could certainly put there and feel comfortable knowing that, you know, that left tackle spot is going to at least be taken care of. It may not be the most amazing left tackle out there, but it does give you a solid gateway to say, okay, I don't have to worry about that position for a while, especially since we know this guy is, you know, pretty durable. This would be a pretty good signing if you're the Indianapolis Colts here. Yeah, so those are all the offensive tackles that we are looking at, looking at some guys potentially to take over that left tackle spot from Sam Tevy right now. I think for me, it's got to be Eric Fisher, number one. I personally am willing to take that risk because he is one of the best left tackles in the league, and if you can get him for a lot cheaper because of that injury, like I'm good with that. Assuming that he will be back at a decent time and you only have to roll Sam Tevy for a couple games, I feel like the risk is worth the payoff, in my opinion. So I got him there at number one. I do have Schwartz there at number two because I think he's one of the best offensive tackles in the league. I think he can make the transition to left tackle. Leno is number three for me. Okung 
And then Kelly, I mean, I don't think you can go wrong with any of these guys. I would be totally happy with really any of these other guys at offensive tackle. I mean, I think any of these guys are upgrades over Sam Tevy. And I think that's what you need right now. Just mm-hmm. somebody that you can feel pretty confident that they will protect Carson Wentz and he won't have to worry about his blind side for the next couple of years, you know? So mm-hmm. that'll do it for our look at the offensive tackles. Let us know what you guys think about them. Who is your number one? Who's the guy you'd least like to see? Let us know. For Derek and myself, that'll do it for this one. Thanks, guys, so much. 